Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. It's Private Talk with Alexis Texas. And we are back with another episode. And I am excited for you guys to meet the lovely Nia Riley. Welcome to Private Talk. Thank you for um, joining us here at Private Talk. Um, so let Private Talk, um, let them know your background. I know you're a reality star. Let them know all about Miss Nia. Well, I'm a reality star, I guess. Um, I've been on Love and Hip Hop and Marriage Boot Camp. So that's all I've done so far. But uh, yeah. So far, I like that. Yeah. So there's, they may, there more, there may maybe, be more to come. Maybe. So, um, so when, what made you start Love & Hip Hop? Did you, was it something that you kind of just fell into? Did it something that you, did you even know that reality, you know, TV was like a, something that you even wanted to do? How does that even come about? Honestly, I initially probably never would have done it if my ex wouldn't have asked me. But he had such a long history prior to all those shows. So he asked me and I was like, sure, why not? So your ex, who did, uh, who are you on for those of the Private Talk podcast out there who doesn't know who you were with in this uh, reality show? Um, at the time, I was dating Soldier Boy. So he was it his idea? He brought it to you and was like, "Hey, let's do this." Well, they or? came to him about it, and then he gave it to me, and then we were like, "All right, let's just do it." So doing that whole thing, like, did you know like what you were really taking on, like I how invasive no, it was no. going to be to your life? Because you know, from you know, you seem like a pretty pri- like private person. So how does well, how do you take that leap? <laughs> I was pretty private, honestly. I wasn't. I wasn't very prepared. I, it was just more so like a, he asked me. I trust him, so I was like, "Why not do it?" Like, and at the time, I had just had my daughter. She was about. She was almost one at the time, so I was just like, "Look." I have to take care of my kid, too, so For sure. I'll do it. you got to make money somehow, <laughs> exactly. you know? Yeah. So with all that being said, did you have a good experience? Are you still, you know, are you going to come back on the show? You're no longer on, you know, it right now. I don't think I'll go back on the show. I won't say I'm scarred, but I'm a little slightly traumatized, maybe. <laughs> so how many seasons did you actually I um, did, complete? I did four seasons, and then while they were doing their fifth, fifth season, I did, that's when I did Marriage Boot Camp with him. Okay, so why, when you say scarred, explain to us here at Private Talk what that kind of, like, scenario happened. You know, I can't even blame, like, anything on the show specifically. I just think um, in real life we should have had a better foundation, sort of. Meaning your your relationship. relationship, Yeah, the relationship. We should have talked about things more before actually going before the camera. So do you think it was just him, you know, particular? Did you have other, you know, issues with other castmates that made it a scarring issue as well? No. I mean, there was, like, little, little stuff with other castmates, but that wasn't ever big. Like, that normally got squashed beforehand. But, um, you know, dealing with guys, they don't want to tell you things up front. So it was just, like, some things I had to Smoke find out mirrors. while I was filming or on camera. And it was just like, okay, we could have discussed this first, and then I would have known how to address it in front of the camera. So with being with someone such, you know, a public figure like, you know, Soldier Boy, how did that kind of, did the show have an effect or was it just already because of what he was doing? And he was very always, you know, very vocal about it on social media and going back and forth about his, The you know, show crazy. put more of a magnifying glass on everything. Like, you know what I mean? Um, it wasn't so much like cheating and it's just like it gets intensified when everybody's specifically watching you, waiting to see what you're going to do, whose picture you're going to like, who you're outside with. Like, They're waiting for something. Just, waiting for yeah, you to like yeah. make something out of nothing yeah. because, you know, exactly. it, it is Hollywood. It's entertainment. Exactly. So do you think that you guys would still be together if the show was it wouldn't have been taken place? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I, you seem very happy and, you know what I mean, <laughs> I feel, you know, didn't know you then, but I know you now. You look, you're very glowing and, you know, things happen for a reason. So those are just... You know situations, I'm and definitely only, in a better space now. So talk about your space now. What are what's your relationship status? Are you dating? Are you what is what's Nia up to? I'm dating, talk, uh, but I know. am single. <laughs> dating and single. So dating and single. Explain that well, because fun. you know I like that too. But yeah. I feel like nowadays it's like um, the dating world. Myself, I'm single yeah. and dating as well. Like it's um, it's hard to like, especially in Hollywood. And yeah. I don't limit to Hollywood because yeah. you know you, you people say sliding the DMs. But just because we travel for work and we're yeah. going to appearances, so you meet a lot of people. But you know, how do you deal with that? Are you still you know looking for someone in entertainment? Do you not care it's anymore? So hard because I I always say like, oh, I don't care. Like it doesn't have to be a celebrity. But then. 
I date somebody normal, and then it's just kind of weird because it's like they don't know your life. Yeah, you want to date me because you want to get posted on Instagram or who I'm going out with, and you want to be seen. Like it's really hard. So you feel like you have a lot of walls up because of that. Oh yeah. For sure. So how all the walls are up. All the walls are up. So if somebody <laughs> slid into your DMs, you know, they they would get no shot. You know, they do it often, like, oh, would you date a regular guy? And I'm like, no, I just ignore it. I'm like, I don't know. So you haven't that. answered any DMs? Nope. Mm, are you I sure? want the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I really haven't. I think a lot of people are intimidated as well. But that's even I understand like that. when I was younger as far as like my father, like it's it's just too much. It's just too much. Yeah. So being Teddy Riley's daughter growing up, it was just too much, too. So you have all these, like, targets. I think people think I'm high-maintenance or, like, really Hollywood. And I don't think I'm like that at all, though. I don't feel like that either. Oh. I feel like people are intimidated just because of the yeah. title and, like, yeah. you know. And I feel like myself, like, because I don't, I mean, not talk at first, but I talk a lot when people talk to me. Exactly. Um, the same way. They think, like, oh, she's mean or she's right. a bitch. Oh, like, yeah, no, yeah. if you just took the time to even talk my to me. Friends, or even like, say, hi. You, I thought you were a bitch. I was like, because I didn't talk to you. I have to talk to you, but now we yeah. talk all the time. I mean, I'm your favorite person in the exactly. world. Exactly. <laughs> See, I like that. You have yeah. a big heart inside yeah. there. So let Private Talk know where we can follow you. Maybe they can slide into the DMs. Okay. Maybe it won't work. Maybe it will. But, you know, let, let them see what the chances. It slides in the DMs. See, there you go. There's hope. <laughs> see? See? See, I like this. I like where this is going. I'm really, uh, I'm really mainly just on Instagram, Nia Riley. Snapchat is the same, Nia Riley. I have Twitter. I talk my shit on Twitter. You talk your shit. What yeah. do you talk? I don't know. I'm going to have to start following yeah. you. I had to kind of bring it back a little because every time I say something, it ends up on somebody's blog, so I got to hold back sometimes. Why? I feel like that's the place you're not supposed to hold back. It's I who know, you are. You're not supposed to be, just, you know? You no, know, it gets overwhelming when every little thing you say ends up on somebody's blog and everybody else's opinions come into it. What's the craziest like, thing that's been sent on someone else's blog? On somebody's blog? Mm-hmm. <sighs> that was taken from your Twitter. From my Twitter? You said you say crazy stuff on your Twitter. What kind of things you know can what? we find? They, they, but a lot of times they take things out of context and think I'm talking about somebody that I'm not, like, and I'll just be speaking in general, and they'll apply it to like they think made a or they apply it to a cast member. And I'm like, I wasn't even talking about that because if I was talking about that person, I most definitely would have at them. So you're the type of girl <laughs> that's gonna at that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or no DM, no texting. No. But why at? Like, I would just yeah. go texting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if Meet I me had outside. something directly to say to somebody, I would have just. Send it to them. I'll have to go to Twitter. The realness. Yeah. I like that. I try to be as real as possible. So how is it um, as a kid growing up with a celebrity as big as your father? I get that question so much. And honestly, it was normal. And as a kid, it was even more normal than what kids go through now. Like, people weren't pulling out their phones every five seconds or posting it on Snapchat, Instagram. And, like, you know, it wasn't as intensified now. It was normal to me. And people weren't, like, wild and crazy. Like, my dad's he's very humble. He'll speak to any and everyone. But it was normal. It wasn't chaotic ever. Not that I ever recall. Um, and I would go to his shows and everything. They were great. But it's so different now. Like, so now I'm like, oh, that was normal. Like, I yeah. loved it. That was nothing compared to what goes on now. So as a kid, do you, do you remember a time when you knew, like, hey, your dad was famous? Because you think, like you said, it was pretty normalized, like I mean, how it was. I mean, being younger, it was like, you know, certain advantages, like, you know, at restaurants and not waiting. And so you knew something. Yeah, of yeah. course, of course. And then, you know, people would come and ask for pictures, but they were way more polite and discreet about it. And now that shit's out the door. <laughs> now it's like evasive. Yeah. It's like, hey, I, okay, I want it's you like, eating something. They won't even do like, that. They'll just take a picture of you eating and post it like, oh, I just saw so-and-so. And okay. That's happened to me before, and I, I, I hate it. I hate it. How do you how do you approach that? Because you're such you know you're a public f- figure, and I feel like everyone I honestly, because you've I been say, like that, they feel like well they feel entitled, yes, which I hate you guys do not are not entitled, exactly. which you should be. Like, everyone thing should is, respect. I feel like I'm I I'm approachable, so if you do see me, like just ask for a picture. Don't sneak and take a picture while I'm like a mile away eating or in the middle of a conversation. I'm like looking crazy in the picture because you didn't come ask. You just tried to sneak a picture. So yeah, I rather you just. I say it all the time. People will DM me, like, I saw you the year I saw you. Why didn't you speak? Like, I'm not yeah. going to bite you, I promise. I feel like it's, you know, it's both. Because it's, like, as much as that person's going to do the, you know, take pictures, as much as, like, they're, like, what if they're going to be, you know, they don't want to respect their time, too. But, I feel like it's about the approach. But they'll DM me. They won't yeah. say anything in real life. But they'll DM me, like, oh, I just saw you. Oh, I knew that was you walking somewhere or doing this or walking in. I'm, like, okay. 
So you heard that private talk. You just have, it's about your approach. You know what I mean? We're, you're nice people. She's not going to like bite you. She's really, you know, it's just about your approach. It might bother me a little bit is if my daughter's with me. Only because that distracts me from her and like, you know, she's a kid. Like she'll be gone in five seconds. (laughs) How did you, you know, with doing the reality shows and things like that, how did you kind of keep your daughter away from that? Because you don't see her at all in any of that. Did Um, it have affected her her and her life? I had her on TV the first season. But she was a baby. She was one. Um, and I chose not to bring her back on. Um, but she's grown to know who I am, what I do. So on, like, we'll be at Target and people stare. And then she'll be like, Mommy, I think they know you. I'm like, I think so. She's like, yeah. And sometimes she'll be like, that's Nia Riley. I'm like, oh. How cute. <laughs> kids, the kids, like, they yes. have no filter Once when you're like. my name, oh, it was a wrap. It was a wrap when she learned my name. Like, around two, when she could say my first and last name, I was like, okay. She's your biggest fan. Absolutely. That's she how I love it. that. She loves it. That's really cool. So do you love or hate reality TV? Um, I'm in between. It's a love-hate kind of thing. A love-hate. So that's yeah. your open to you, like I, you said. You haven't... You know, I will, I will say this. I actually really enjoyed the marriage boot camp segment. Like, that whole situation. I feel like... Um, it was definitely more real. You know, we got a little bit of therapy here and there, but we could be ourselves more. They caught a lot more reality, even though there were still things in my situation I held back on. But for the most part, like, it was very real, genuine. Do you think it was because it was, you know, filmed 24 hours, even though if you knew that it was or oh, not? Because yeah. at that if point, you, you, you can't hide rooms, from anything, like, yeah. you know, with reality TV. Exactly. I'm sure, like, how many hours a day are they in your house, or do you, how does that um, scheduling yeah, even we work? we only film for, like, a couple hours unless you had two scenes, two or three scenes. But one scene, it would probably take us about four hours, maybe, and then that was it. But, yeah, in marriage boot camp, it was all around the clock. Like, there were certain hours there'd be someone actually filming, and then when they were gone, there's like, one there, one there, like, every corner. So, so yeah. walk us through that, um, you know, that process. Um, you stopped doing reality TV. You stopped, you know, with Love and Hip Hop. How did you get talked back into, again, doing Marriage Boot Camp with the same partner that got you to do the first reality TV? Um, at the time, we were actually broken up. And for me personally, I was just like, for us to get back together, somebody needs therapy. Like, either it's you or me. And then that opportunity came, and I... I, I genuinely felt like that was the perfect opportunity for us to try and work it out and you had never taken that approach before like not on tv but you know you know just counseling in general yeah you had you had not oh no i i said it before okay but it just nothing happened so it was like all talk so you guys decided to go to marriage boot camp and with that did you have expectations of you guys getting back together and fixing it or did y'all get back together before you the show because how does that because i was i don't feel like i was so much like oh i want to be with him he needs therapy but so let's try and figure this out. It was really more so, I've known him since I was 17. And it was at the point where I don't want us, I didn't want us to not have any kind of contact at all. Because at that point, love for like, somebody. Yeah, we were like family. So I'm like, together or not, I still want us to be able to learn how to communicate properly. And you learn how to be around me without expecting too much from me, relationship wise. So I, and I wanted him to learn some things about himself that he wasn't listening coming from me. So I was thinking maybe a stranger could help you realize what you do wrong and how you speak to me and even with other people, not even just necessarily me, just in life in general. And that was my initial intent as far as going into doing that show. But So how long was that process? Is it four weeks or? No, it's um, I'm like two and a half weeks. Okay. Yeah. So you're there 24 hours. Not 24 hours. You're there for the whole two and a half weeks. Exactly. But they're filming every 24 hours. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like literally like you have nothing, you have, you, everything's on the table, but you said you still held back. Why do you think holding back and like, do you think that was part of the reason because you knew you weren't really going to stay with him? You just wanted him to have help? No, I held back on certain things to protect him. And that was just it. That was it. So was you guys, your current, your, do you guys talk now because have you, did you guys both learn something from that? That if it was just not you guys being together and you have to be completely separate because you grow apart. I learned things about myself. I'm not sure he learned much. But, I mean, leaving the house, he proposed to me. It obviously didn't work out. Um, We're just in two different spaces. I think I'm too mature, really. And I I just, it'll never be fixed. Yeah. Too much damage happened, like, 
no. <laughs> but that just takes an honest woman, you know, and yeah. a lot of, you know, as women, we take a lot um, and we put up with a lot. If it's protecting him or protecting yourself yeah. or protecting just your family, you know, so it's, it takes a strong woman to exactly. endure all those things, especially in a reality form and being showed that you don't know what's being cut or anything yeah. like that to, you know, you know to show your, to your rawness, your realness in your relationship. So thank you for, you know, showing that if any, you know, I think that that's just real yeah. and, you know, it's unfortunate that it didn't you know, happen yeah. what happened, but you know, you're in a better place now. And I, I hope that you find someone out there that's going to make you I happy. Will. And I have a few on the roster. They're so how many are in your roster? <laughs> I'll say like three, three. Yeah. Like two and a potential. Two and a potential. <laughs> I like that. I like that. For now. I'm very, I'm so easily I need to work on that. What's your um, ideal date? If they were going to take you out. I'm not like, I'm so, I think I'm easy to please. Like, if you know what I like, I'm easy to please. Like, but how do we know what you like? I mean, I feel like we'll have those conversations. So, so. it takes a minute to get to that point. So yeah. you're not just going to go on a blind date and like oh, expect no. like. I've never been on a blind date. I don't think I could do that. I need to, I'm too nosy. Like, I have to know. So, because you said it's harder to date like normal people, or not, or not celebrities. I said they cannot normal people, but non celebrities. <laughs> do you go on their Instagram and stalk their Instagram before you go on that date? Of course. So you're Insta Instagram investigator. Absolutely. I like I that. I can find someone so fast. You can find. Kind of scary. Kind of scary. Is that how do you deal with like groupies in the industry? Because is that how you your investigating like skills females? like yes or males? Because you know it goes both ways, and sometimes the males are just as bad. They're worse. <laughs> they are beyond worse. Um, Tell us the worst groupie story you've had to encounter. I don't really have any groupie stories. I just feel like it, it's just it's always like females sliding in DMs like constantly, but men do it too. Like it's definitely even guys that are celebrities they're groupies too so it's like it goes hand in hand so they're all groupies they're all groupies <laughs> they're all groupies all right uh, um let's see if you're how comfortable you are with me what's your craziest uh sex story the celebrity oh wow <laughs> uh, what i don't think i really have one but see am i crazy you might not really it's okay let us know we want to know what's crazy. inside the mind yeah you have sex no story. crazy sex story. I want the truth. I do not believe that. I can't think of one, but my memory is trash. So, let me think. <laughs> okay, don't make me have to sit here and go through the list of celebrities in my head. <laughs> I said craziest one, girl. I got all I got all day. You have to help me trigger or something. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember that happened. I mean, do you like to twerk like, it? Do you like to work like it? You like to do multiple see like multiple people? Do you like to do like toys? <sighs> you like to do like fetish play, role play? I mean, I've public had a multiple sex. people situation, but that wasn't like guys and girls. No, not guys and girls, but like a guy and a girl. Yeah. Or multiple. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Just try and figure it yeah, all out. Just, okay. But that wasn't like celebrity. That so you've never like, had two guys at the one time? No. That's not. Is that like nothing that doesn't excite not, you at no, all? Not really into that. No? Okay. It's more so a train to me. But I feel like a train <laughs> is like multiple, like choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. The guys, like every time when they're like, you know, when they come and they finish, they're like choo-choo, and then it's next, and then choo-choo, and then next, and then like, because a train I feel like is like four people. If it's two guys, there's a choo, and then there's another choo, but if it's one guy, it's just choo. That's not really a train. It's like, it's half the train. The other part, like, didn't make the train station. They didn't get on. They missed their train. I've never considered it. I've never been offered it either. So, uh, you know, you it keeps know. you busy. It keeps you I'm busy. Sure, it does. <laughs> it I feel like busy. I'd be way busier. And uh, no. but sometimes, <laughs> you know, you got to keep your mind occupied. Especially, I mean, I'm a Gemini, so like I said, my mind like goes everywhere. And then maybe that's why I did yeah. porn for so long. I don't really know, but yeah. I, I keep it keep it busy. <laughs> now, that's not something that my preference, but it's yeah. you know something I have done twice. Okay, only twice. I mean, only three twice. times it makes it nice, but I haven't done it the third time. So, okay, are you, are you gonna go for three times? 
I'm not opposed to anything, okay. but not like, you know, I don't do scenes anymore. I haven't done, and that's oh, the, so both signs. Like it was, life, yeah, this would be real life. Okay. That means like, that's, that's real life. That means it's scary. Okay. Yeah. It's getting real. <laughs> I'm really prude in my real life. I don't have sex at all. I'm, Me either. I'm, <laughs> I am a, think 2020, I am a virgin. You're a 2020 virgin. Yes. I can't say that. But <laughs> I still don't have that much sex. But you know, in my mind, certain situations don't count. So, But what makes it not count? If I didn't get where you got, I, it doesn't count. So if you didn't come, it doesn't count? Absolutely not. Interesting. but I don't count it. But is it because he's going, like, he's not lasting long? Or is it because it takes you a long time to come? Or they just don't know what they're oh. doing? It takes you a long time yeah. to come. I don't think I've ever had sex with someone that didn't know what they were doing. But if they're not making you come, how do they know what they're doing? You know, it's really hard for me. I think it's like a mind thing, though. A mind thing. Yeah. So, but know, why? Not, do you not hold everybody you have sex with, you're in love with, like, bottom line. Okay, right? and that's okay. So, I think for me, it's like, it takes me a while to get there. So, do you mentally, feel like if you like, come, that means that, that you're not in love? Not like I love you, but But like, you're, like, you have those passion. feelings. Yes, exactly. Okay, so you, that's, okay. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's fair. I feel it. So you're just more resistant. So it's like power of the pussy. Yeah. If you give them the real good good, because yeah. once it gets wet, wet, then yeah. just, you know, they're, they're not, not on a whole other level. Yeah. Then, yeah. you know, things if get. If you can do it the first time, then you might have issues. Like, I might start blowing your Has mouth. that happened? It has happened. Are you, like, shooketh? What? Yes. Yeah, I'd absolutely. be shooketh. First time. Have you ever squirted? I don't know if that's too personal, but it's not too personal. It's but private I talk. Have, and it's I private don't talk. Like it. You don't like no. it. That's because you don't like. You have control. That, I do. I have that's have control issues. <laughs> it's okay. I do too. Issues. I don't like I to. Really do but I'm not with coming though. I feel like to me, if we're doing it, I'm coming because I'm not gonna okay. do it for no reason. Yeah, and exactly. I feel like it's like a. But I'm with that. I'm like okay. I want to. But as far as squirting, I'm like okay. Hold on, chill. But that's a form of coming. Yeah. You know, and that I'm like all right. Give me a second. Hold was on. it from <laughs> having like sexual penetration or with like. Fingers. Sexual, yeah. See, mine was only with fingers, like really? foreplay. I've never done it with having sex, like penetrated. And it like came out, it was like Niagara Falls. It was like, I just didn't know what was happening, but they said it was good. So I was like, yes. Guys love keep that. Going. Guys love that. Because they feel like they won something. Yeah. It's like, you know, like. Yeah, they do. They really feel like that's an accomplishment. Uh, you know, shout out there to the guys that can make them squirt. Because not every man can do that. It is this really is a true. talent. And it's actually like, you know, hitting a really you know, sensitive spot out there, private talk. Like they'll cheer you on for it. <laughs> they will definitely. <laughs> they'll eat your pussy twice. <laughs> I like this. I like this. I like where this is going. All right. Well, we're going to take a little break, and I think this is a good time to segue into Truth with Texas. This is one of my favorite parts of this segment. It's we're going to get a little bit more personal. I feel like we're warmed up. We're talking about squirting. We're talking about these celebrities' sexual (laughs) experiences. We're getting it all from Mia. So make sure that you are liking and subscribing to the channel because Private Talk, it's about to get crazy. All right, Private Talk, we are back with Mia. Riley, and she has been on the private talk couch giving us that hot and steamy info, and I like her honesty because, you know, some people get a little scared, but I I like and love where we're going with this. So we're going to get to Truth With Texas. We're going to get a little bit more spicy air. Do you think you're ready for this? I think so. All right. I hope you're ready for it. They're not too bad. Don't worry. Okay. All right, Ace of Spades. That's Private Talk's favorite one because it's my logo. It's, you know, the best one out there, you know, but it's going to be the naughtiest question. So you're, like, starting with the naughty one. (laughs) Are you a naughty girl? I can be. Naughty girl. Depends on how much I was drinking. Have you ever given head while driving? Oh, yes. I have. How many times? Multiple times? Uh, multiple times. They were all great times, except for one. One was bad. There one, was he actually got pulled over and got arrested. He got pulled over because you were giving him head? Yeah. But not, that's not why. We had been drinking already, so it led to that. Do you think that it was he was swerving because <laughs> your head game was so strong, Mia? Like, I what's mean, going on with those mouth I'm skills? I'm going to say that's why. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I like it. Of course. So why, when's the last time you had sex with your ex? Which ex? Just a ex. Yeah. Um, You're like, what? <laughs> who told you what, Miss Texas? <laughs> what happened? What do you know? <laughs> um, no. I haven't had Private sex talk with any exes in a very long time. I haven't even been in that many real relationships, so I, you know... I've gone back to guys that I've dated, but we weren't in real relationships. So, ex, very long time. 
Because you're still a 2020 virgin. Yes. We're trying to change that here at Private Talk. We're, We're trying to get you laid. In. We're trying to get you laid in the right way, but only a real man can please this lady because yes. she's not giving you up that fountain Please. of youth, no. that fountain of gold, no. that fountain of power between those legs unless you give it to her right. Waterfalls. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pick another one. Okay. Clubs. All right, what do we have with clubs? We have kinky. Are you kinky? I don't know if I'm considered kinky or what right. is kinky? Exactly. What is kinky? Kinky is like, you know, bondage. See, like You might have a different definition for kinky. Are you, are you typecasting <laughs> me because I used to do porno videos? Not yeah. at all. <laughs> what kind of kinky? I'm not like, you know, what is that, that movie know, that all the girls like? kinky, though. Mr. Gray's Dungeon. Like, I'm not but that see, kind of kinky. I would do stuff like that. I just haven't. Look, look your, like your, your voice told me, like, like, I would do stuff like really that. Would. You like that shit. So you like to be tied up. I would. I would do that. I think that would be fun. So you haven't? I have not. But you would like that. You I hear would. that? Take notes, guys. I you would hear definitely it. try it. As long as you have a safe word. A safe, well, what would your safe word be? You've thought about it. I know you have. Sushi. Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> what if they just think you're hungry? <laughs> well, if something's wrong with me, they're just randomly screaming. <laughs> you're tied up and you're like, sushi, sushi, sushi. <laughs> yeah, something's wrong with me then. <laughs> Maybe you should explore, you know, you need an expert to like do the tying up thing because, yeah. you know, it is takes like, a, a, a perfect craft yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. but you definitely should try it. I definitely want to try it. So your kinky question is, have you ever been caught in the act going solo, masturbating, <laughs> and somebody walked in the room? Masturbating? Mm -hmm. No. No. No one's caught you masturbating? Never. Has anybody caught you having sex? Uh, yeah, but that doesn't really count. Like, friends walking in, like, who cares? But not anybody, like, a parent. Not or like your dad or, or your... God, your, no. no. I've never even had what do you think sex your dad, under the same roof. What do you think your dad I would die. <laughs> I just have... I'd probably honestly have a whole heart attack if that happened. Oh my god, that's so I'm getting hot flashes thinking about that ever happening. Or my mother. Oh god, no. No, no. no that would be never. awkward. That would be Ever. awkward. Yeah. Very awkward. And I'm not like quiet, so that no. So you're a loud person. I'm, I'm kinda loud. How loud? Can I'm you give us an example? Loud, but like, <laughs> like how loud does it go? I mean, like super loud because I don't want to disrupt anybody. Like, but why? Maybe that means that they're gonna go more. It depends on if I know other people are around. Like, I I know how loud. What's I your can. octave? Highest one? Give it to um, us. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Give it to me. I would get too loud. No, way louder than that though. Oh, I was just trying to draw it out of you. I can't do it. No. Okay. <sighs> I tried. I tried private talk. I tried. Maybe next time. Let me finish my drink and I'll give you. Yeah, drink I'll up. I'll give you a little bit. <laughs> I like it. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to that one. We'll come back. <laughs> All right. Let's get it. Keep it going. Hearts. The romantic one. Great. Yes. Romantic. So what was your first experience, sexual experience like? Was that, that that seems horrible? Was your first sexual experience really horrible? Bad. Why explain Think it to us? Second. Why? Uh, my how I lost my virginity. I was raped, so oh, that wasn't the greatest. That's um, not good at all. I don't even Sorry. remember my second time having sex. I don't remember what that was like. <laughs> okay, let's change it up then. Yeah. Let's say this: What is your ideal foreplay situation? If you had that guy that you, I know it hasn't happened in 2020, but what if that person that you did start to have feelings for, and he's Mr. X right now? We don't know Mr. who X. it is. Yeah. Okay. And question mark. Question mark. We'll put yeah. question mark. Yeah. And he's doing all the right things. What would your be like ideal setup foreplay like situation that would really like stimulate your mind to like to the next level? Like foreplay. I mean, yeah. I want to be bandaged, not tied up. And that's your foreplay. Like that. Hell yeah, that's what I want to do. But what? Like so, handcuffs. but would you want? I haven't done handcuffs either. Handcuffs. I need a little bit of that in my life. I need to spice it up. I'm 30 now. It's time. We need to like. <laughs> we need to get you some. I okay. I know exactly what's going. You need bondage gear. We're yeah. gonna go to the sex store. I'll Absolutely. go with you. I'll Let's help you it. out. Yeah. I'll teach. Yes, because Everything I has to be pink though. I'm okay with that. They have you know pink and black. It goes. Yeah, it's, it goes I'm together. Ready. It's good. I mean, I think it'd be really great. But I feel like you're on this whole like different like energy right now. Yeah. This like sexual heightened and empowered single woman yeah. as you are as 2020. And I even though not having sex, you're still empowered. Thirty. Honestly, I say like I never really had my hope. Phase. So I've entered that 
So you're in whole face. Right I'm in whole face. Like I'm going. He is in whole face. Private full talk. Full throttle right now. Like, oh, she's yeah, on it. I'm ready. Full throttle. <laughs> what is what is what's going on in full throttle? Can we have I a kind of glimpse? You know, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm mm. like trying to, you know, figure it out, but not go too. I'm intrigued. But hey, if you need any pointers, any tips, I'm gonna call you. I got them. I'm gonna call you. Private talk knows. You like that? I'm gonna call mm-hmm. you for sure. Last one. <laughs> Diamonds. It's. Spicy questions. They're all a little spicy, a little naughty, a little everything. Are you a spicy mama? I think I'm a little spicy. You're a little spicy? A little spicy. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, since you haven't had sex this year, mm-hmm. you've obviously masturbated. It, it didn't count. Oh, it year. didn't count? Oh, no. That, this is not. Oh, no. It didn't this count. Was, why doesn't it count? Because it didn't count. I feel like there's a redraw, recount, whatever's going on, no. private talk. This is not, it this is news count. coming. It how? Okay, because explain to me you, how. If I didn't get there, it doesn't count. There must be a lot of uncounting and no, counting. No, it hasn't been a lot. It hasn't been a lot, but. Oh, man, I don't think that we're, that's we're only fair. But if you in. enter and you penetrate, that counts. Unless it's a repeat offending, and then, but it still counts. Because if you got in there, like, that's Xing, like, it's already happened, so it doesn't add to your number, so it doesn't count. Right. You know, yeah, it like, wasn't like a new person. Yeah, but if it's entering, you you know. All right, I guess. You're right. not a virgin in 2020. You lied to me. Everyone in this room is now dumber <laughs> for having listened to it. <laughs> I, had to, I had to do that to you because, it had, you know, fine, but we can still fine. slide in your DMs you know, because. You know, I, I don't want to be called out either. Like, <laughs> they're going to be like, I'm lying. <laughs> well, I, we like the honesty and the truth yeah. here at Private Talk. We, you know, we got it we out of you. So. Now that we know that you still had sex, but it didn't count. But you masturbate, correct? Um, I do if it's been a long time that I. What's a long time? I mean, like I can go a while. Okay, I like a year, like a six thing. months. I've four, gone that long before. A year? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I was younger. How young? I mean, I was like, how old was I? I mean, I was like nineteen. You must have been really mad. Like, I was like mad. I, was just, I feel like there's a lot of sexual like tension, bro, like like leashing you. I like, can't you know? go without it. I can't too. And I'll be like cool, but then I realize I don't like, want to be without it. I might be sexually frustrated, but I'm ignoring it. But I I can go a while. After 25, I think the longest I've gone is probably like maybe two months. Two months. So after two months, you'll masturbate. Yeah. Do you do it with a like a dildo, a Hitachi, yeah, I have like a, a little pink one? Is it like a bullet, or is it going? Um, it's bigger, so it's like internal. Know. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Okay. Oh no, so, but it has a little outside. Thing. So it's a rabbit. Yeah, like a rabbit. So I have a rabbit <laughs> somewhere out there in this world. There's a toy line that I have one. Um, but so when you're doing that time, what do you think of? Uh, or who do you think of? I normally watch porn, like threesomes. And then that'll do it for me. So you like threesome points. Yeah. And that's what gets it to you over yeah, the edge. And you're screaming by yourself because I know no, you're... No, I don't scream <laughs> by myself. <laughs> no screaming by myself. Sometimes I moan a little louder. I feel like my neighbors really? probably think I'm like a big hoe because I do yeah, some no. webcamming shows. And I've ever... said every single name. I'm like, Jeffrey, Tom, Bill. And I'm like, <laughs> and, my, and like my neighbor's door is right there. And then like my assistant, she's like, no, you know, no. I bet you your neighbors really think you have a lot of sex. And I'm like, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. That happens. I'm actually quiet. So you don't have like a celebrity crush that you're thinking of while you're masturbating? Oh, no. No? I don't think I really have one. A celebrity crush? You don't crush? have a celebrity crush? I, no, oh, uh, I do, but I don't think about him during sex. Who's your celebrity crush? I love Machine Gun Kelly, and I don't know why. Mm. He's, he's a really good one. He, he's going to be on the private talk, too. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good friend of mine. He's, he's, very, he's very sexy. I, I should tell him. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll, I'll let him know to slide in the DMs. Okay. I'll let him know. Right. He's a, definitely a true, like, connoisseur of, like, everything that is used, like, I don't know, just realness. So it's, like, I feel like when someone's real in their own skin, they exude, yeah. like, sexiness or, like, yeah. just, like, a... How a man touches a man or someone, you know what I mean? Like a man touches a woman, not a man touches a man. But my bad. Rewind. I don't mean that. But you know, but but the sensuality of like, you know what I mean? It just I like to someone just be confident. Yeah. And ever since the day I met him, he's like uh, nothing but great things to say about him and his his success is like he deserves every bit of it. He's been humble, like and super really cool to hang out. Yeah. Really cool. That I like that one. All right. Well, that is Truth (laughs) with Texas. We're gonna take another little short break and I'm gonna put 
you in charge of putting me in the hot seat. I don't know if you have any questions out there you think Private Talk would want to know, or even yourself, a little bit curious. Um, yeah, we're going to see what Miss Nia has to say for Miss Texas. I'm not sure if I'm ready, but I know I'm always ready. So what questions do you have for me? Um, what The first question I can think of is what made you want to be in the adult industry? What made me want to be in the adult industry? So How old were you? I was 21 when okay. I started. Um, I had a company called Shane's World, uh, which was a um, reality, like amateur type porn thing, which was really new back then, which started in 2006. Mm -hmm. um, and so they approached me about doing a scene. And long story short, um, I was like, the guy approached me and he was basically, he's like, we're doing this thing, getting girls that are in college. If you want to do a scene with me, he's like, I don't think you'd want to do it. Blah, 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 blah. He didn't call me. I was working at a bar. So the next day I was like, oh, I guess you really didn't want me to be in your movie anyways. Just being like a college girl, not liking rejection. <laughs> and so he calls me, meaning he's like, I didn't think you would even want to do it. Blah, 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 blah. So I, he stayed on the phone and he was like, if you want to do it. And I'm like, I'm not saying I want to do it at all, but, you know, right. whatever. So long story short, I was going to, I would have had sex with him anyways. And we had sex with a condom and I was going to, I got a thousand dollars cash. I was like, for a college kid, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And there was a lot of porn going on, so there was, like, basically, they were like, no one's ever going to know. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. So if you do this, whatever. I was like, hey, I've done worse things in college, I'm sure. Why not? I could pay <laughs> I could a lot this. of bills. Yeah. So I ended up doing this scene, and I never thought I'd ever do a scene ever again. And um, he went back to California. I stayed in Texas. Um, he hit me up, like, three months later. We would kind of, like, talk here and there. And he's like, a company called Bang Bros wants to shoot you. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know, like, what that means. And he's like, well, just come out to California, and, I'll, you know, it'll just be with me. And, yeah, so I went to Florida. Uh, I went to Miami. I shot for Bang Bros. I, sh I did two scenes with him, and I liked it. I liked the whole glamour. I liked the whole, like, the women empowerment. I've always been comfortable in my own skin. So um, I was always a curvy girl, and I never had, like, shame. So I was the girl and who had all, you. all me. <laughs> all me. It's all natural. Right. I'm Puerto Rican, German, Norwegian. And, right. um so when I was like, when I was growing up, I would like be the girl showing my guy friends how to take a bra off. I'm like, show me your dicks. I did not for <laughs> sexual reasons, but I was like, I'll show you how to teach like to take a bra off with one hand if you show me. So it was just like I've always been comfortable with sexuality, yeah. but I didn't know what that meant. Right. So when I went there, I felt it was like a first time that I was like, man, these are people that are like minded people. They're not thinking that it's like, you know, a sex you. for marriage yeah. type of thing, because mm -hmm. I didn't really believe, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I believe, you know, in God and a higher power, but I didn't, wasn't. You know, I didn't wasn't taught those kinds of you know morals as yeah. far as what the, like, sexual things as that goes, and so I was just kind of finding my own sexuality. Right. So when I kind of found a safe place to do that, because we get tested and it's you know in my own says of as far as what I want to do and what I don't want to do, I was like, why not? And so I did the scene. I moved. I went back to um, L.A. I mean, I went back to Texas, and I was bartending at the time. And literally, because uh, Bang Bros is a really huge, you know, website um, and company, and this is starting early on. So every Monday they would do um, uh, scenes or new releases. Okay. And so I was a new release, and I had just shot it like a couple of days before. So I go back, and of course every college kid watches porn. I don't know that because I'd never watched <laughs> porn like that. So I'm at the bar, oh, and I have my ex-roommate saying all kinds of stuff and calling me names and I was getting a fight and this is like whole big old thing and I was just like this is not the place oh, for me yeah. because yeah. you know Texas has always got a stigma too of being really judgmental mm -hmm. and set in their ways and I was always different and my family's from New York and yeah. I just went through the military so I was kind of just put in that space um, but I always knew that there was more for me and the way of thinking I didn't like to be segregated or t like conformed into a certain idealism I wanted to experience myself mm -hmm. so I feel like porn to me, it just kind of fell in my my lap, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Go big or go home. And I haven't gone home, and I just kind of <laughs> made my own way, and I did it the way I wanted to. Yeah. I didn't um, do things the way typical people in my business probably would because of monetary reasons or because someone told you to do things. I just kind of did it on my own terms. And so, yeah, that's why I did it. And you're, you're done with it now, though, right? Yeah, you know, for me, I haven't done scenes in over... Three. I keep saying three. I think it's probably four now, but it just years yeah. go by. Um, you know, I've directed. You know, last year I did. I directed a scene um, or a movie actually uh, for Elegant Angel, but I haven't done my own movies in a really long time. I have an OnlyFans and I do you know solo stuff on my stuff. Um, so you would never. You're done. You know, I, I never say never, but for me, it's like, it, it was a part of a chapter that yeah. I always said like it was part of my 20s. I started when I was 21. You know, I'm 34 now, and it's you know it's. 
I always wanted to leave when I was on top. I didn't want to be like, man, this bitch is still here and, you know, things like <laughs> yeah. that. And not saying that, again, I can't go back in any of those things. But for me, I feel like I've done my body of work in that, in that industry. And for me now, it, this is what's next for me. And I'm kind of really, you know, taking the podcasting really serious and still using my brand and my fans because it's a part of who I am and I can't take that or, you know, nor do I want to, like, diminish what I've ever done um, because I feel like it's a part of who I am. It doesn't define me, but yeah. it definitely is a part of who I am and how successful I've been in the industry. Cool. I like them. Thank you. Cute. You're cute. Um, I can't think of anything else. That was the most... Do you have any sexual questions since I've asked you, like, my truth with Texas questions? Okay, what's the kinkiest thing you've done? Real life. Ooh, that, that's where I told you. I don't do kinky things in real life. Um, you have to. It's I have four years. Yeah, but nothing kinky. No, I've been. I was in a relationship for a really See, long like, time. Really? I expect you exactly. To have, so that's just like See, this, we're on the same page here. <laughs> See, this is why here at Private Talk, it's about making new friends yes, and having experiences yes. and sharing those things. And you know, we're not in the same industry by any means, but it's yeah. an entertainment is you know industry, exactly, yeah. and it's like you know we co we, we coexist yes, and it, you know exactly. we cross paths on other levels but it's just like you know finding ways where we you know connect and things like that it's definitely but in my personal life I'm so prude I don't I think I've done the most crazy things I I, I mean and I wouldn't say prude like I can get down trust me but it's been like the four years like I'm and yeah I can't really I mean I think for me on film I I did um, a gangbang and that was the craziest thing so the choo-choo that's why I knew how I knew how to choo-choo because I knew how many (laughs) but that's why I'm like I can six up I think there was five people I don't know I stopped counting after a while but um yeah I did a movie like that one day that was a real choo-choo it was uh (laughs) it was it was a real (laughs) choo-choo okay how did you feel after that uh, <laughs> I was cum drunk. I I don't even remember. Like for me, it was because I I directed and I produced that movie, uh-huh. and so like having that power is a good and bad thing. Because yeah. like there would be so many moments that I'd be like, all right, cut, and I'd walk off the set. And I'm like, all right, I just need to like I need a break. I need to, just, I need to go smoke a blunt, or like, and then I'm like, all right, I'm good. Let's go. And it wasn't because anything was bad was happening. Yeah. It was just because it's intense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, because it's what, what's portrayed um, behind or what happens on scene or on set it, and what's on camera is portrayed very differently. Yeah. The same thing is like where it's similar to you. What you're shooting, you don't know how it's going to be edited. Exactly. So how you don't know the intensity end. of yeah, what that yeah, really yeah, is going to yeah. be. Yeah. So that, that it's, it's not mind. like 45 minutes that you see. It's like two yeah. and a half hours, three hours because, you know, they're trying to see something. They're trying to see the sex and, you know, and it's yeah. kind of difficult when there's so many people involved. But yeah, I did that. You're welcome, Private Talk. I hope you watch that movie again and again and again. You yes, know it. Promo, promote that. You know it. So you, uh, if you have, you have a playlist right now, and what are you listening to currently? Um, I listen to honestly right now. I think I listen to like a lot of Tory Lanes. Um, so you like the slow jams? Kinda. He's not really that slow though. He's like kind of in between. In between, yeah. Yeah, he's like in between. That's why I can deal with it. And then I listen to like old stuff still like I just let my whole do you have your da- dad's favorite <sighs> yeah what's your dad's favorite I listen to um there's a song from Black Street he has that I loved when I was younger it's called Brown Eyes and of course I love No Diggity um pretty much all the guy's songs and yeah it just it just flows but I, of course I have all those <laughs> all of those those all are all great those, ones everyone, yeah. everyone loves those I yeah. mean they're classics absolutely so is it true that you're allergic to chicken? I am. Have you always been allergic to chicken? Um, no, I had no allergies at all until I think I was 17. I was about 17. And then one morning, I actually ended up sleeping with my sister. And I woke up, and my top lip was like the size of my fist. And I was like, okay. Because before that, I was just like getting highs. That day, I was like, okay, the next day I'm going to an allergist. And I went, and they tested me, and they were like, yeah. That was one of them. It was a lot of other things. But they do everything on a scale from, like, zero to five or something like that. And for me, chicken was at, like, it was either three or four. I can't remember exactly. So it's like I can eat it, but, like, it's not something you want to once really a week and oh, okay. then chill out. Because if I eat it every day... I don't think I could ever stop. My skin goes That's, crazy. like, the thing now. Like, well, I don't, I, I don't eat red meat or pork yeah, anymore. See, I'm not a big meat person, but I love seafood. So I'm see, like... Yes. Don't take away my seafood, I'm fine. But chicken is like, I can eat it, but like once a week I eat it and I'll be fine. But if I eat it like two, three times, then, then I start itching and hives and all kind of crazy stuff. We don't want that. I know. Yes. 
It's no. really not. It's very strange. When people will hear me say that, they're like... I know, because it's... And I tried to ignore it for so long, and sometimes I'll have these really bad, like, itching spells, and I'm like, oh, my God, what is wrong with me? Like, like when I'm trying to go to sleep, too, and I'm like, damn. It's funny, because, like, my, my, uh, my oldest girl dog, she's allergic to chicken, and that's why it was funny, because, like, like the, yeah, like... How did I you feed, know that? <laughs> I do my research here at Private Talk. But, no, my, um, but my dog is like that. So, like, I feed them for just, for just for dogs, I think, is the food. So it's, like, all natural stuff. And that was, like, we, like, learned. And she yeah. got, like, hives. And it was, like, yeah. Yeah, it was really... She, the other dog is so, not like that I, at all. actually, my best friend, um, she... Her name is Nia as well. She's allergic to chicken. But she, her case is way worse than mine. Like, I can cook it and, like, yeah. touch it and I'll be okay. I was say, like, having at least, you said, once a week, that's not yeah, super yeah, highly not, allergic. No, but, no, yeah. No. But she can't do anything. Like, she'll instantly break out in hives. Like, it's It's crazy, crazy how it affects different people like yeah, that. Yeah, it's definitely different. But, yeah, that's the only meat that does that to me. But I didn't grow up eating red meat. So now I've, like, oh, you did it into my diet a little bit. Because I'm like, well, I can't really eat chicken like that. So now I didn't have my first steak until I was, like, pregnant with my daughter. So. Did you crave it? Kind of, yeah. I craved that. I craved chitlins when I was pregnant with my daughter. It was so, ugh. But I ate it. That's crazy how it works like that. Yeah. See, for me, I was different. I'm from, you know, raised in Texas. I used to have red meat all the time. Now I don't. I haven't spent almost two years. Like, as since long I as I can still eat any and all seafood, I am. Yeah, I'm a seafood person. I, that's, I strictly mainly eat seafood, chicken, yeah. occasionally, because I can't not just yeah. eat it, because it's just so yummy. And it's so, it's so convenient. It's like the most convenient thing to eat, probably. Fast and quick and easy and go. Yeah. So I have a one more question okay. for you. Is it true that you wanted to be a mortician? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Where did that come from? I did. You know what? Because I was I was a makeup artist. Okay. Um, and prior to me having my daughter, I was going to go back to school for uh, forensics. And then I was just like, well, I don't want to start school and not be able to finish because I had a baby. Even though I was like, how old was I? 23 years old? Yeah, I was like 23, 24. So then I was like, well, maybe I'll just be a mortician for right now. And then I looked, I really actually looked for jobs, but there were no available jobs in my area. So I was like, all right, fine. There were some, but they were way further out. It was the beginning of my pregnancy. I was like, okay, I don't want to start something I really can't finish. I was like, whatever. So there, do you still have aspirations of doing those things? Or I think I would still try it. Yeah. Like, even if it's not, like, I don't want it as a job right now, but I, I think I But I feel it. like it's not, it's good to have, like, I you think, know, certain skills. I think I should go somewhere and do a dead person makeup. Have you ever, have you ever <laughs> done that? It. No, I've never done Well, I think that it. they have things that you could do that. Like, you really? can actually I would, go. Yeah, you should look so into that. Because I feel like there there's, like, trial-ish yeah. type things and see if that you totally could actually do it. it. Because, you know, I don't, I think that's, like, a hard task to do to some yeah. people. And sometimes it's not. So yeah. it's just going to see how you feel. But you should... Never give up, up on your dreams, you know? Definitely try it. You Forensics try it. was my main thing. Like so are you into, like, the serial killers that. and, like, oh, all yeah. that info I stuff? all those shows. Like, I like the it. documentaries. I and it. I What's it. your favorite serial killer documentary? Uh, well, I'm not necessarily a serial killer, but I did watch the latest one. I watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary. I saw that, too. Yeah. That was, I, I that yeah. was. A, I didn't expect so much other things. It was, it was very informational, you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. there's always three sides, maybe four sides to yeah. every story, you know what I mean? I think that it, I feel like it was a really good um, thing. I don't think it was super biased. I think yeah. that it kind of laid out the picture yeah, of what um, so was going. But it was crazy how the comparisons of certain things and how they, you know, coincided with everything from his players to yeah. Florida, um, you know, uh, the Gators, like all, like the killers and yeah people that crazy. they went through um, and, and the similarities, you know, you just never know nowadays. Never know. We'll never know, really. And that's the sad part, yeah. you know, when somebody, you know, yeah. goes through th such a traumatic thing, even though he did or did not do because, you, right. know, you know, um, what they we go through mentally, know. you know, because yeah. mental illness is a real thing and Absolutely. it has to be, um, you know, kind of talked about or, you know, expressed in certain ways and it's unfortunate that we couldn't hear his side. Uh, yeah. Side, but. but I, yeah, I love all that stuff. Um, those were the latest ones. Did you watch Don't Fuck With Cats? I did. I literally, I watched that At before first, that one. I was one. like, this is going to be stupid. I did too, because I'm not really a cat person. I hate cats. <laughs> I do too. I didn't want to say so it, but I, I was really like, oh, don't fuck with cats. I don't fuck with cats. I'm so allergic. I don't, like, it's <laughs> not too. my thing. I get break out I'm in I'm allergic hives. to them. I don't like them. 
No. Yeah, no, I literally, I watched that first before the Aaron one, and I, my mouth was too, oh, like, was, it dropped. I was like, I, was I like, couldn't oh, believe how sadistic and crazy, and yeah. also how, again, the, like, pinpointing of, like, how those things really but it, um, what, create a seri- like, serial was, killer. Yeah, what was crazy to me was, like, all, like, the energy people put into it because they just thought he killed the cat. Yes. And then it went way... But that's why I feel like it goes deeper into and why how mental illness and certain things is because there's certain like uh, characteristic traits that no one may have known at this certain time, but who in their right mind does that and films it and does go through so many different channels yeah. of trying to hide things because what had happened was, was the fact that like how many, t- how many other more kills that he did and if they would have caught him and did something prior to, well, it wouldn't it was have like been. He wanted to get caught. Who, well, how was your ID, or was it just a? But copy don't you of think every se- like serial well, killer yeah, ID they like, wanted attention because they yeah. either maybe not like got the satisfaction yeah. or like, like look at the killers yeah. back then. Like I remember, I uh, was it B two K or whatever the killer when he like left notes years later to like show like who what? it was. It was like in uh, <laughs> Wichita Falls, Kansas, like. Uh, I believe it was like B2K killer, B2K killer. I believe his B2K name was K killer. I never and heard like of that it. was his nickname or whatever. Really? And uh, like you should look it up. It's on one. I think it's like is it on Netflix. Um, I think his story is on there. But there was like a uh, big thing. It was in Wichita look. Falls. But um, he he like went years without ever being caught, and so he like started leaving like so notes like and like, like being mailed kind of thing. And oh. so like the, they matched up his uh, penman like the writing something like that. But it was crazy how certain people like you said they they just want the acknowledgement, yeah. and that's how like how like like more in depth their brain goes to like really like that's some fucked up shit you yeah. know and hey to each his own I know my mom thinks I'm crazy because I watch that stuff so I'm like I love it like but, I, you know, I feel like you need to be in, killer, you need to be like, informative I feel yeah, like you know I'd rather be too. informed especially being you gotta a single, know how other people think like that being a single woman and myself yeah. I, I mean I had to stop watching Dateline for a while because I watched <laughs> too many things and screamed myself myself yeah, out live, and you live by yourself yeah, yeah. so it's like you, you have to but I, again i like to be aware i, I don't me like too. to be naive and me i like too. to i believe the best in everyone same but the same yeah, thing yeah. too is i don't want to be um naive. ignorant yeah. to to know that something can't happen to me exactly. and you know it could happen to anybody yeah. unfortunately you just never know yeah. but i agree yeah so thank you so much nia for you know joining us here on the private talk couch i appreciate you for taking your time I'm and being fine. so thank candid I'll come back. um yes please do <laughs> i'll come back drunk next <laughs> is there any last minute notes that you want to tell your fans my fans or what are you doing currently that you have any projects going out there um, where I'm can we find on a you few things too specifically i can't talk about yet but i'm also working on some things with my daughter just like mommy life nice. we're doing a cookbook together a cooking crafts book together um i am working on two shows um doing them or producing them or one i'm gonna be on the other producing possibly on but i haven't decided yet i don't want to Okay. Overwhelm myself, but yeah, it's a lot. Coming. Well, good luck with all that. Yeah. Hopefully, whenever you have those things going, you yes. can talk about them. You come back on the show, and we can uh, tell all of our listeners out here. Let us know where we can support you. I'll definitely you. be back. Promise. All right, I like that. <laughs> all right, private talk. Thank you for listening and watching. I hope you loved this episode because I know I had fun doing it. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.